For all of this month, February 2023, politics in the United States has been dominated by one of the most ridiculous scandals in modern history. A Chinese balloon was spotted over the United States in early February and was shot down by the U.S. Air Force. And then a week later, the U.S. military shot down three other unidentified objects that also are very likely balloons. Now, this has led to a manufactured crisis in which U.S. politicians and the Western media are accusing China of supposedly threatening the U.S. and the West in general, spying on the West, using supposedly advanced technologies like a balloon. But now we're getting more and more evidence showing that the reality is that one, the Chinese balloon that was shot over the United States only ended up there accidentally. It was blown off course and U.S. officials have admitted this, that unexpected weather caused the Chinese balloon to be pushed off course. And furthermore, another huge part of this scandal is that the three objects that the U.S. military blew up using missiles were balloons, including what was very likely a $12 balloon belonging to a group of hobbyists. And the U.S. military spent around $2 million, including using two missiles that were each worth over $440,000 to shoot down this $12 amateur balloon used by hobbyists. As always in my analysis today, I have in the description below linked to an article over at geopoliticaleconomy.com and it includes all of the sources that I'll be discussing today. And I'll be going through meticulously and showing how ridiculous the narrative is trying to blame China for supposedly spying on the United States using balloons. Now, I want to start today looking at what has been said by Western government officials about this Chinese balloon. The head of NATO, Jan Stoltenberg, he's the NATO secretary general. Jens Stoltenberg referred to this balloon as a threat to NATO members. He said, quote, the balloon over the United States confirms a pattern of Chinese behavior where we see that China has invested heavily in new capabilities, including different types of surveillance and intelligence platforms uh, like a balloon. <laughs> and then he says, quote, again, this is Jens Stoltenberg, the head of NATO, quote, we need to be aware of the constant risk of Chinese intelligence and step up what we do to protect ourselves and react in a prudent and responsible way. Now, I agree with one thing he said there. Yes, the West should act in a prudent and responsible way and shouldn't spend millions of dollars blowing up balloons, acting as if China is threatening them with balloons. So that's the, that's the very hyperbolic rhetoric of NATO. We've also seen completely ridiculous comments from U.S. politicians. This is from a report over at Slate, and it notes that the chairman of the U.S. House Oversight Committee, this is a Republican congressman from Kentucky, he said that the Chinese balloon may be carrying bioweapons from a lab in Wuhan. Not a shred of evidence, of course, just making up insane Cold War fake news and hysteria. Also, the former Speaker of the House, also Republican, con former con Republican Congressman Newt Gingrich, a longtime anti-China hawk, he 
said that China's balloons, quote, could be trial runs for low visibility delivery of devastating EMP weapons. That's an electromagnetic pulse, which could, you know, destroy electricity, the electricity grid in the United States. It's an absolutely ridiculous kind of thing that you would see in a low budget B sci-fi movie, right? Some kind of Netflix series. But this is what US politicians are claiming about a balloon, a balloon. And again, without a single shred of evidence. Now, the reality is that we've known from very early on in this manufactured crisis that this balloon was likely a weather balloon. And the, the balloon was first spotted, this Chinese balloon was first spotted over the US state of Montana on February 1st. And on February 3rd, one day before Je President Joe Biden ordered the US Air Force to blow it up, on February 3rd, the Washington Post published an article in which it admitted, quote, experts in national security and aerospace said the craft, that is the balloon, appears to share characteristics with high altitude balloons used by developed countries around the world for weather forecasting, telecommunications, and scientific research. If you go down to the last paragraph of the article where most people don't read, because the vast majority of readers only read the headline and maybe the, the opening, it acknowledges that in a briefing, a senior defense official, that is from the, the Pentagon, declined to discuss what the Pentagon knows about the technology on board the Chinese balloon, but said the payload wouldn't offer much in the way of surveillance that China couldn't collect through spy satellites. Quote, I wouldn't characterize it as revolutionary. So again, China has spy satellites. Why would it need to use a balloon? It's absolutely ridiculous. This is These are the words of a representative from the U.S. Department of Defense saying that, again, this is not some big scandal. This was even admitted by one of the most hawkish neoconservative think tanks in Washington, D.C., which is called the Center for Strategic and International Studies, CSIS. They're funded by the U.S. government. They're funded by other Western governments. They're funded by the weapons industry. And even they admitted on February 3rd, again, one day before Biden blew up this Chinese balloon, that it was likely for weather purposes. CSIS wrote, again, this neocon think tank, quote, which is very anti-China. They wrote, quote, China has not used balloons for spying before, and using a balloon would be a step back. Because again, we're not living in the 19th century. We're in 2023. CSIS continued, quote, the most likely explanation is that this is an errant weather balloon that went astray. Lost weather balloons are the basis of many so-called UFO sightings. They added that the Chinese balloon could radio back any collected data, perhaps to a Chinese satellite overhead, but there have been no reports of radio transmission from, a, from the balloon. Collecting data but being unable to get it back is a waste of time and money. No signal, no payload, no spying. Again, this is one of the most hawkish anti-China think tanks in Washington admitting the obvious, and yet a day after this was published, the Biden administration blew up the Chinese balloon and claimed that it was spying on the United States. However, 10 days after that attack, we began seeing reports in the mainstream corporate media admitting that this was likely a balloon that was unintentionally pushed off course by weather. It's not some sophisticated Chinese spy operation in, in you know, the heart of the United States. The Washington Post published an article 
on February 14th that admitted that the Chinese balloon, they refer to it as a surveillance device. We're talking about a balloon, quote, may have been diverted on an errant path caused by atypical weather conditions. And they admit citing U.S. officials, as always, they're anonymous U.S. officials, but they acknowledge that the craft, which again, we're talking about a balloon, the craft took an unexpected northern turn, according to several U.S. officials, who said that analysts are now examining the possibility that China did not intend to penetrate the American heartland with their airborne surveillance device. Again, so they keep saying that it's a surveillance device. There's no evidence of that. There's no evidence, but they keep saying that it's a spy device. However, what they're now admitting is, well, okay, it's a spy device, but it, they, China didn't mean for it to go over the United States. So why were they spying? Anyway, whatever. But this shows that U.S. officials are gradually, slowly admitting that the entire narrative was just completely BS from day one. Now, the Washington Post continues citing anonymous officials who are speaking on the condition of anonymity to describe sensitive intelligence about balloons. Anyway, it notes that a U.S. fighter jet shot the balloon down off the coast of South Carolina on February 4th. And they acknowledge, again, this is the Washington Post, that the balloon may have, quote, been at least partly the result of a mistake. And then I'm going to come back to this, the other three objects that were shot down. And then later down in the article, they portray it as a crazy Chinese conspiracy to create a cover story that the balloon had been blown off course while it was collecting meteorological data. But they're actually admitting in this article that that was what happened. It was a Chinese balloon that was pushed off course by the weather. And here the Washington Post says, quote, intelligence analysts are unsure whether the apparent deviation was intentional or accidental. They show a map of the balloon going across the Pacific Ocean and going up around Alaska. And then it was pushed down across Canada and into the northern United States. And they explain this not by some sophisticated Chinese conspiracy, but weather. They know that ordinarily atmospheric steering motions would have kept the balloon on much more of a west to east course, his historical weather data shows. However, the intense cold front forced the jet stream and high altitude steering currents to dip south and may have scooped the balloon northward. So it's because of an intense cold front that they didn't expect. It's because of the weather. Now, one day after the Washington Post published that article, on February 15th, CNN published basically an identical article, also citing anonymous sources. And the headline is, U.S. Intel assessing possibility that Chinese spy balloons path over U.S. was accidental. So again, they say without evidence that it was a spy balloon. Maybe it was. I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. Maybe it was a Chinese spy balloon, although they have presented zero concrete evidence of that. And we should always, the, the burden of proof is always on the accuser. We should always be skeptical. But maybe it was. But the point is, they also acknowledge that China did not intend for it to go over the United States. Here is, Washington, here is CNN, quoting directly from CNN, quote, U.S. intelligence officials are assessing the possibility that the suspected Chinese spy balloon was not deliberately maneuvered into the continental U.S. by the Chinese government and are examining whether it was diverted off course by strong winds 
Multiple people briefed on the intelligence tell CNN. They say that, quote, the balloon instead went north unexpectedly and crossed into Alaska, Canada, and then downward, re-entering the U.S. through northern Idaho and moving toward Montana, a path that U.S. officials are not sure was purposeful and may have been determined more by strong winds than deliberate external maneuvering by Beijing. Again, so, I mean, why, how is it a sophisticated Chinese surveillance operation if they didn't mean for it to go over? It's, again, it's just these articles are infuriating because if you have a shred of skepticism, you can just see clearly through that this is an attempt, a drip-drip a attempt by U.S. intelligence agencies to save face after they spent weeks claiming that China was spying on them. Now they're saying, well, actually, you know, there's no evidence of that. And they're slowly releasing this information while people forget about the scandal. So this manufactured crisis already had its intended impact, which was one, to frighten the U.S. public, to make them afraid of China, to justify the new Cold War, escalating the U.S. aggression and sanctions and other policies, the war policies against China. Two, it had the effect of justifying more military industrial complex funding, giving more money to Raytheon and Lockheed Martin, these companies that build the missiles and the planes, the fighter jets that were used to shoot down this Chinese balloon so they can fuel a new arms race, justify the arms race. And three, it also had the impact of giving an excuse to sabotage a diplomatic meeting that U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken was going to take to, Ch he was going to visit China and meet with Chinese officials, and he canceled that trip in response to this balloon, this Chinese balloon, which was likely blown off course by weather. So the intended impact was to fuel the new Cold War, to create this hysteria and this war drive, and make people afraid of China, make people hate China, and, and, and manufacture consent for war with China, which is what the U.S. is preparing for as I, I'll link in the, my, in the description below to another video and podcast that I did, looking at all the evidence from mainstream media outlets that the Pentagon, the U.S. military, is preparing for war with China over Taiwan as soon as 2025, according to a top U.S. general. So this is all part of this hysterical war drive. And the propaganda becomes even more rid ridiculous when you look at what happened after the Chinese balloon was shot down. So... Between February 10th and February 12th, the U.S. military shot down three other mysterious objects in the sky that they later admitted were, were, were balloons. And slowly, the White House admitted that they were not Chinese spy, whatever, surveillance technology. They were civilian balloons. So on February 14th, the White House admitted that the U.S. intelligence community is considering the possibility that three mysterious unidentified objects shot down by U.S. fighter jets were tied to commercial or otherwise benign purposes. And they quote John Kirby, who is the spokesman of the, the U.S. National Security Council, and he said that the balloons, that they could be, quote, tied to some commercial or benign purpose. Here is the Guardian newspaper reporting the same thing. Quoting John Kirby, who said, quote, We haven't seen any indication or anything that points specifically to the idea that these three objects were part of China's spying program or that they were de de definitively involved in external intelligence collection efforts. So this is the White House admitting 
There is no evidence that these three balloons shot down a week later were Chinese, that they were involved in, in spying. There's no evidence. And yet other U.S. government officials, especially Congress people, were trying to make people scared, trying to make the public scared and justify the new Cold War on China, including Chuck Schumer, who is the Democratic Senate Majority Leader. He said he immediately blamed China without a shred of evidence for these three other balloons that were shot down by the military. And he said, quote, the Chinese were humiliated. I think the Chinese were caught lying. It's a real setback for them. I mean, but there's no evidence he's the one lying. There was no evidence even the White House admitted that these were not Chinese spy balloons. They were benign civilian balloons. In fact, a few days after Chuck Schumer, this top Senate, top senator, after he blamed China and accused China of spying, Joe Biden himself admitted that they were balloons and they were civilian balloons. This is an article in USA Today titled Mysterious Flying Objects Shot Down Over North America, Likely Not Spy Balloons, Biden Says. Quote, President Joe Biden said Thursday, which was February 16th, President Joe Biden said, quote, that three unidentified flying objects shot down last weekend over North American airspace were, quote, most likely, quote, balloons tied to private companies or research institutions, not part of China's surveillance spy balloon operation. Here's the here's another part. Biden said the intelligence community's current assessment is that the three objects were, quote, most likely balloons tied to private companies, recreation or research institutions studying whether or conducting other scientific research. So the U.S. spent millions of dollars blowing up balloons that were that were just hobbyist balloons. And then this led to the most ridiculous part of this absurd manufactured media scandal. And that is a report published at a website called Aviation Week titled Hobby Club's Missing Balloon Feared Shot Down by U.S. Air Force. And it, and it shows this photo of these elderly guys and these young kids. And it, it talks about a small hobby group called the Northern Illinois Bottle Cap Balloon Brigade. These are a bunch of kids and their parents who, who create balloons. They make b balloons for fun. And they note that a this is an, from the article Aviation Week. Quote, a small globe-trotting balloon declared missing in action by an Illinois-based hobbyist club on February 15th has emerged as a candidate to explain one of the three mystery objects shot down by four heat-seeking missiles launched by U.S. Air Force fighters since February 10th. They explained that it was a Pico balloon, and it was shot down the same day a Lockheed Martin F-22 shot down an unidentified object of a similar description and altitude in the same general area. So the U.S. military deployed an F-22 fighter jet designed by Lockheed Martin to blow up a balloon. And guess how much it cost? $12. $12. This is from the article Aviation Week. Quote, the descriptions of all three unidentified objects shot down between February 10th and February 12th match the shapes, altitudes, and payloads of the small Pico balloons, which can usually be purchased for between 
$12 and $180 each, depending on the type. And this, this article quoted a, a guy who runs a company called Scientific Balloon Solutions. They make Pico balloons for hobbyists, educators, and scientists. And he said, quote, I tried contacting our military and the FBI and just got the runaround to try to enlighten them on what a lot of these things probably are. And they're going to not look too intelligent to be shooting them down. <laughs> That's putting it mildly. The entire US media and political class had a collective freak out for two weeks over balloon, $12 balloons. A bunch of teenagers in Illinois were putting up in the sky for fun and teachers and their parents. That's what we're, we're talking about, $12 balloons. And even the Guardian, I mean, which, you know, is closely linked to the British government and British intelligence agencies, even they couldn't help, you know, across the pond, across the Atlantic and in the UK, even they couldn't help but make fun of the US a little bit. In an article they published titled, Object Down by US Missile May Have Been Amateur Hobbyist's $12 Balloon. <laughs> I mean, this is just peak absurdity. This is the peak absurdity of the US empire. We're told to be so afraid of China and this new Cold War propaganda. And the U.S. is spending millions of dollars, the U.S. military, blowing up $12 balloons that are used by a bunch of teenagers in Illinois. Here I want to give credit to a really good independent researcher named Stephen Semler. He's got an excellent Substack blog called Speaking Security. And I have it linked to in the article with all the sources. And he estimated... In from looking at U.S. government documents and media reports, he estimated that the U.S. military spent $2 million to shoot down this balloon that likely cost $12 and belonged to these teenagers and their parents. And he, he looked at, there were two missiles fired, which are called AIM-9X missiles. They're built by Raytheon. And each of the missiles costs... $443,000. So the U.S. military spent $886,000 just on the two missiles to blow up a $12 balloon. And then he also points out the fuel, the cost and fuel and other costs to fly these planes, these multiple planes, including F-16s. So he estimated $1.95 million, about $2 million. And he says this is a conservative estimate. He says it's a very conservative estimate to blow up a balloon, to save the U.S. public from a balloon. So this is the absurdity that we're talking about in this new Cold War and the propaganda that we're being fed every day, telling us to be afraid of China. And I have to say, the response from Beijing is very reasonable. China's top diplomat, Wang Yi, spoke at the Munich Security Conference on February 18th, and he said that the U.S. response is, quote, absurd and hysterical. And he added, quote, it does not show the U.S. is strong. On the contrary, it shows it is weak. And he's right. I mean, imagine the irony of this whole scandal, this manufactured crisis, is that we're supposed to be afraid of China, and it's supposed to justify this new Cold War and this arms buildup and the new arms race and the military industrial complex spending trillions of dollars to prepare for war with China. And yet the U.S. empire, which has 804 military bases, 
which has invaded so many countries around the world, is afraid of balloons, literally balloons. $12 balloons used by a bunch of teenagers in Illinois. Imagine what it looks like outside of the United States to the, to the other 95% of the population around the world. It doesn't show the U.S. as strong. It does show the U.S. as weak. And Wang Yi is correct. It is absurd and hysterical. But we know that empires are often absurd and hysterical when they're in decline, when they're in crisis. And the real danger is that that absurdity and that hysterical drive toward more war could bring about World War III, could bring about nuclear war. That's the danger. That's what I warn about all the time in my analyses. And that's what I'm going to continue reporting on and analyzing here at Geopolitical Economy Report. I'm Ben Norton. If you want to support the work that I do here and the people I work with, you can go to uh, geopoliticaleconomy.com slash support, or you can become a patron over at patreon.com slash geopoliticaleconomy. Any support you could provide really goes a long way. We are completely independent. We have no institutional support. And as always, in the description below, I have a link to an article at geopoliticaleconomy.com, which has all of the sources in it, so you can do more research for yourself and fact check everything that I said today. I want to thank everyone for watching or listening. I'll see you next time.